0: Welcome to Progressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, Business Coach and Mentor. And each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring personal message to help you unlock creating a living life full of energy, action, impact and happiness. And today I'm welcoming on Linda. Linda and I met through a coaching network and she's going to share with us about her journey, how she's found her niche, what she loves about coaching, but really around the obstacles and the challenges that hold us back those limiting beliefs that we have from childhood, and how she helps her niche with that. As always, I'm going to hand over to Linda to introduce herself.
1: So my name, so my full name, if I can say, is Lindita, but short is Linda. And who do I coach? I coach uh, parents uh, that they really struggle with their children to understand, you know, children and how to support them in the right way Yeah, but and I've been doing that for seven years but what I have noticed uh, is that actually it's not children that they need help it's mm. us who needs help us as a parent because we project our own thoughts we project our own journey into uh, our children. And then we create a chaos there. And then we think that, oh, children are not respecting us or they're not listening to us or they don't do what we want them to do. But all of that comes from our journey. Yeah. Because children are born innocent. They are born into this world to be free, but we want to mold them the way we want to mold them.
0: Okay, interesting. Uh, And I guess you said you've been doing this seven years. How did you get into the coaching side of it then?
1: Uh, I work in a school and I'm a single mother and been living in this country for 23 years. I don't, uh, at that time I didn't have any support and I was struggling myself Mm -hmm. and I could see other parents in school were struggling the same. So my manager, so to begin with was, I was talking to parents and giving advice, sharing my own experience and uh, things like that. And then after my manager recognized my strength and she Uh, then I was trained to be a parent coach in the school so that's how I started and another thing what uh, kind of motivated me to go into coaching was because I was facilitating different programs in school Mm -hmm. And uh, as I was facilitating, I was asked to mentor and coach other members of staff to do the same. And I could see the results of empowering the other person. I could see how much they were progressing just through mentoring and coaching. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's where my journey started. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I could see that others are benefiting through mentoring and coaching and I could see parents are thriving as well so I can do that full-time job at that time I wasn't aware of coaching that existed as a professional
0: Mm
1: -hmm. it was more to me that yeah I'm helping people
0: yeah yeah so that's how I started my journey yeah yeah, it's really interesting. You you definitely notice with people how you can see them always oh, that move from A to B, isn't it? And you kind of close that gap. And where sometimes I guess the, the, the essence of coaching is to raise someone's self-awareness. And for them, sometimes you have to not mentor them, but you do have to kind of create that I, you know, that that awareness for them a little bit in terms of who you noticed how far you've come or have you noticed what you've, you've seen in a change in your shift in your energy or your behaviours or what you're learning and, and get them to recognise that as well. And like you say, then that creates the, the empowerment for sure, doesn't it? Exactly,
1: exactly. And that raised awareness towards me as well, not only them, yeah. but yeah. it raised awareness to me that, wow, actually just that little help and support even okay mentoring is you really help and guide and support where coaching was more empowering Mm -hmm. and I wasn't aware of coaching at all I could see that that I was raising awareness to myself about things that I wasn't
0: aware before about my strengths yes yeah Yeah I love that it's very much um, a journey ourselves isn't it and and I know that's something we shared last week and you spoke quite a bit about the obstacles which I thought was really refreshing and uh, I guess share a bit about how you found doing the journey and and as you said the obstacles that have come your way.
1: So when I first joined uh, the Coaching Academy at that time I thought that yeah so as I shared that that was the pushing factor you know uh, at work that I was coaching and mentoring and I looked into TCA uh, since 2015 but unfortunately still I wasn't I I wasn't uh, quite sure so I've done counseling and I've done therapy courses and still I was undecided decisively of what should I do Mm. and then the offer came that my manager said you know Would you like to coach parents? So, and I sat with it for a while. Then 2018, I said, no, now I know where I'm heading. Mm -hmm. Coaching is something that I love to do because uh, personally, I have uh, worked with goals, not like doing the wheel of life or setting goals and writing things down. Mm -hmm. But I always mentally, I always set a goal for myself Okay. So in 2018, I joined TCA and at that time in my life, everything was as it should be.
0: Yeah.
1: And unfortunately, it didn't last long. Then I was thrown, uh, I was thrown lots of challenges, challenges at, uh, you know, at work, which really needed to take priority, challenges with my children. Uh, which again that needed to take uh, priority Uh, challenges in a relationship that needed to take responsibility priority and coaching became the second or last priority if I can say Mm. and but what I did is yes I broke down all you know and say okay this is uh, priority I need to deal in it's my uh, uh, immediately attention but I was continuing to coach I kept the practice uh, practical side yeah but I kind of fall behind with paperwork okay with that side and another so there were personal challenges but then I had other uh, challenges I'm a mature student yeah, And as a mature student, uh, it was very challenging. For, uh, the course was more self-learning uh, course. It wasn't something that you've got a, t- a tutor in front of you and explaining things. So it needed a very strict self-discipline, mm-hmm. which I lacked at the time. I didn't have that because of the challenges that I was thrown. And so that was one mature student. Another thing was online course. yeah. And as a mature student, I was used to books, open the books, annotate, uh, discuss uh, with the uh, other, You know uh people in the group and meet up outside and in the library and uh, discuss the topic or assignment and then another thing was that i had the feedback from a tutor which helped to build my knowledge and knowing exactly what i was doing Mm. uh regarding you know my studies where with TCA, it was more online. Mm-hmm. It was more self-learning. Uh, and that was a struggle, mm-hmm. big struggle for me because it was something new. Mm-hmm. Something that I never experienced before. Uh, and I had to make an approach of uh, to my fellow coaches to have group studies and to study together. Mm-hmm. So... And that, yeah, that's how I conquered that challenge. The next challenge was working in a school. You, uh, my skills were more giving advice, teaching, guide, uh, guiding, mentoring, uh, and coaching is completely different. Mm. So I had to unlearn skills in order for me to learn new skills. Okay. And that took me almost three years because yeah. I had to, you know, when I was in the present of uh, coaching other people, I had to remove that hat and I had to put the coaching hat on, mm-hmm. uh, which to begin with, it was very challenging Yeah, because constantly I was, I had the habit of giving advice, rescuing, yeah. mentoring. Yeah. So
0: that was a big challenge as well. Yeah. Yeah, I love the point about um, like first of all, you say about the discipline you need, and then having to uh, unlearn and relearn. And I think like it's very true, isn't it? We kind of sometimes we think we know everything, or we like the sound of our own voice, or we want to, and we want to feel secure and comfortable. So we all, we sometimes do that by filling the gap and talking. And I know that when talk um coaches now, it, we, we share a lot around. They feel awkward sometimes with that silence. And I said, but you have to become comfortable with that. And it's exactly like you say there, isn't it? Learning a new skill that just because there's a silence, it's actually powerful because you've got all this mind chatter happening in your mind. I said, You need to almost remove that from yourself because it's not about you, it's about your client and just give them the time to think things through. And I guess a great way to to develop that myself, my learnings was that I, as I was going through the academy and very much still that getting coached myself, you understand exactly both sides then. And there are some times when I'll be with a coach and it's like, I don't really know, or I'll say, just just give me a moment. I just need to think about that or explore it. I want that time because it may be the only time I have in a week where it's just kind of an hour or two with a coach. And I'm just fully in the moment of exploring that for myself. And, And if I don't do it justice in having that time, again, it will just rush by and I won't give that almost discipline to the time in the week. So it is really powerful to leave a silence. And, and I think as a skill, you have to get comfortable with, with different things. And it's really interesting to see how, like you, you say about being a mature student and how we can grow. and We think we know everything or we think we, you know, how we are is how we are. But we can change things exactly like actually raising your awareness as a parent to change the way you are will help children because you're not then juxtaposing your beliefs onto them or expectations onto them as they're growing up. And often most of that's the issue we have is that we get to a certain point of our life and realise a lot of it stems back to our childhood. Exactly.
1: It's all stemmed uh, from the childhood because we are told what to do. Yes. We are guided. We are given advice and we disempower the young people because as a parent we step in to rescue them all the time and that was one of my biggest uh biggest weakness if i can say that rescuing always i was jumping to rescue even in a coaching uh sessions and i had to unlearn that yeah it's not my journey
0: yeah it's
1: not uh, it's them it's about them and it's not about me mm. so rescuing uh, i've been uh, fighting and growing myself in that area yeah and learning how to stop pause yes and not to think about me and the rescuing is just no it's yeah. about the client, it's not about me, it's about them, it's their journey, it's their agenda. Uh, if I jump to rescue, it's me who I want to ju- uh, rescue, it's not, uh, I'm not rescuing them. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So there were lots of skills that I really needed to park right. and learn new skills. Mm-hmm. And that has been very
0: rewarding very very rewarding yeah for sure i guess i know um whilst you say it took three years and everything but i really think that people want to rush things nowadays and uh, and i was asked to give a um, do a short video for because it's international coaching week this week and to do a video for tca on what um kind of like i you know would give us one piece of advice and i always just say just be patient because we always want everything overnight or we think that we can change our habits and behaviours instantly just because we've suddenly come had that light bulb moment of something when actually again like we are constantly almost I think you always have to be a student don't you that you're always going to be learning and looking at things and changing and and I think when you can change that perspective and, and take responsibility I think for the way you are as well that's key not to just throw it on somebody else or become the I know you say about rescue there but you become the victim don't you and that that you know it's, it's really interesting to just to grow with something on a journey if you were to look back over the last three years what would you have changed do you think if you were starting that journey again or for somebody coming through starting their journey
1: first of all what I'll change is before you jump to take any course yeah look at your uh, assess your uh, situation where are you yeah and uh, explore what exactly you are going into what course are you studying how much time that study needs what is expected of you Mm. and what support network do you have around you yeah that is a big thing and always ask for help yeah yeah. always ask for help and one that was the biggest biggest for me that I would really uh share with everyone is never ever compare yourself with others yeah Uh, you are your own competitive do not compare yourself with others work on your pace not other people's pace yeah because one of the downfall was that uh when people which uh i was very pleased when people posted on uh, tca and say i finished and i finished and to me it was like what is holding me back <laughs> what is going on why am i not able to finish my course yeah. I i uh, I've done other qualification. I've got counseling degree. I've got therapy. I've got what is stopping me. And I was comparing myself yeah. and putting myself down. So I was doubting my ability when in yeah. fact, no, it wasn't my ability that holding me back. It yeah. was that when I uh, joined the course, I didn't take into account all the things that I said above. Yeah. The support network. Because yeah. like... Life throws us lots of uh, curveballs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and Una- unexpectedly, we don't expect things. But the thing is, do we have support network around us that they can pick us up, yeah. or how strongly we are mentally, as well, to cope with those challenges? Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. it was. It was for me. It was the biggest uh because learning curve throughout my life yeah yeah you're glad you did it I'm uh I wouldn't say glad I'll say over the moon I'll say I am finding the right I want to find the right word to use there yeah. I'm you know uh, I took a challenge that i didn't know what to expect yeah and i conquered lots of fears during that journey right to me is a life-changing journey mm-hmm. not only about you know yes finishing the course it was about knowing myself discovering myself
0: yeah yeah.
1: So for me, it was life ch- uh, changing and I'll do it again in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I got into coaching because somebody, uh, I met a coach and I'd never uh, heard of coaching really. I'd heard of it a little bit through corporate um, world I was in, but not like a direct coach. And he started asking me about values and everything. Um, and you know I kind of shared some thoughts and things and he challenged a bit around whether that was more social idealism and what I ex- wanted to almost sound good you know I was this and I was that or these are my values and it just really got me thinking and then he started asking some more like purpose questions and the meaning of life and all of that and and that kind of got me like wow uh I, I don't know a lot of this and I need to think about it and then I think that the best journey you can go on is the one where you discover yourself. And I often think that people don't want coaching or they don't understand how beneficial it can be to their life because they don't want to uncover those things about themselves. We say it, we want to be the best we can be in everything. But actually tapping into understanding yourself is really hard. And I don't think... It's, it's scary. It is scary. and It's scary to discover yourself. And I don't think a lot of people want to be that vulnerable. They want to have an ego or they want to be, you know, come across as a certain way. And like you say, we're constantly comparing ourselves. And there's this term I've heard this year called comparisonitis. Never heard it really before. And it is that you just constantly compare. Well, I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. And all of that. And and sometimes I will work with clients and I say, no, you're not. And, and, and I know it's really tough and I am a direct communicator, but it's really key that people know that, you're not going to be there yet and that's fine be where you are enjoy that part and go on that journey be curious have courage uh you know and see what then unravels from that and then learn again like you say learn relearn and take those slow steps forward because often people as you alluded to at the start therefore don't have the discipline to keep something going and that's when you get the kind of remarkable breakthroughs as a, as an individual because you have taken the time to really understand things and explore it and know what it means to you and that's not overnight no it's not
1: otherwise we all will be coaches we yeah, all sure. will be yeah. yeah it's not but the biggest scary so the the biggest which the fear i could say is getting to know ourselves because yes. we are scared to reveal Things about ourselves that we are not aware of yeah yeah and we are scared to go into that unknown Mm. we want to always feel safe and in that comfort zone and that's it playing safe and not stretching ourselves because we are scared of those challenges we are scared of what are we going to discover about ourselves And one of the questions that I always ask uh, my clients is like, who are you? And they look at me and they say to me, what do you mean? Who am I? My name is that and my role is that. And I'm like, but that doesn't define you. No. Uh, Who are you as a person? What do you like? What don't you like? What, you know, your passion Mm. And uh, and to them, that question throws them a yeah. lot, yeah. Because we, deep down, we don't know who are uh, who uh,
0: really, mm. you know, who we are. Yeah, and also I think it's who you want to be as well. You know, I was doing a leader role, and I worked for with a coach in corporate world, uh, just like corporate uh, leadership. We were doing coaching around that, and I worked just for nine months solid. Um, one-on-one, just understanding how I could implement six core qualities I thought a leader should possess. Now, leadership can be so broad, it can be an array of uh, areas and qualities and skills, but there were six that I defined that I wanted to be, and I wanted them to resonate through my behaviours and my actions, and I wanted to measure it by others saying that back to me that I am respectful I am trustworthy I have fun you know those are some of my you know empathy those were think forward the court you know some of the six I did and looking back you know that that was just nine months just on that one that was my one goal and it took a long long time and you had to get feedback you had to understand where you are where you want to be how like I said how you measure that what what was going to change for me once if I you know if and when I achieved that as such and you know I mean if I achieved that in terms of being able to measure it that others would say that back you know and if they didn't had I really succeeded so you have to go on that journey and ask all of those questions but it wasn't an overnight piece and I look back and I I love the fact that I did give so long to it because I probably learned more I've then done different things off the back of it just by letting it be as well and grow exactly and uh, what you
1: mentioned there that uh, i loved it was that feedback yeah and feedback it's important 100 yeah because we grow from the feedback yeah because others see things that we can't see yeah is that Joh- johari window if i can say uh, if i'm saying yeah. that right at feedback. the moment yeah. Uh, yeah that what others see in us what we can't see and what, how do we perceive ourselves and how others perceive us. Yeah. And feedback is key. And uh, I loved, you know, the feedback from TCA and from my fellow coaches and all of that, that helped me grow as well. I didn't take it personally. I didn't take it in a critical voice that, oh, so she mentioned that. So it means that I'm not good enough there. Yes. to me it's like how can I grow but that was and what I love about coaching is because your mindset change from that fixed mindset is into that growth mindset
0: yeah yeah, yeah. and, and it that is amazing isn't it that's the, it does as well and I noticed that through mentoring now that I'll, I'll think things and say things and I'll think it feels very organic to me but it wasn't six years ago and it isn't that person that I'm mentoring as a coach so it then that shows me and it's getting notice what you notice that I've grown so much and how I've come on in terms of that you know it just pr- it proves that you just have to go out there and learn things and and adapt you can mold you know neuroplasticity if you look neuroplasticity I can say it and um, if you look at how you can kind of remold your brain in the way you think and your perspective and, and very much ago, I used to have you know I remember being was quite a little uh bolshy little thing when I was a leader back at 21 and I look back and think wow like I was just very fixed mindset in how I saw the world and everything and and yeah I needed I almost wish if I look back that at 18 I was more of a growth mindset for sure and I think if we can share that and teach that with younger generations now that that offers them a wealth of potential for their futures
1: yeah definitely because we are shaped uh, by external thoughts yeah yeah that what society thinks of us what other people think about and we've got that fixed mindset yeah how we have to be and how we have to be yeah and and it's for me it's i've been brought up in a family my dad is 70 77 and he's still Reads book. I've been brought up in a family that constantly books been around. Yeah, I love that. I love reading. And uh, and in my house, I've got two three bookcases. Yes. In every room, <laughs> <laughs> I love. You know, we love to read and expand. Good for you.
0: Yeah.
1: You know that knowledge and mm. what you know to just to have that awareness about ourselves. And I feel how, at at the moment I feel, wow, I miss so much Mm. because I had that fixed mindset. Yeah. And I stopped growing because of that. But the minute that I was uh, introduced to coaching, so uh, joined TCA, I was like wow and reading uh, Eckhart Tolle books the power mm-hmm. of now and new earth is like wow yeah I, it's mind-blowing how yeah. much our ego
0: plays yeah. in our life for sure and for sure uh, so it's reading is the ego massively I guess oh yeah so I kind of always uh kind of round off with a few quick fire question. So I'm going to shoot them at yourself and see, see what we've got here. So how do you measure success? Uh,
1: to me, and I've been asked this for years and years and years and to me, success is not about money. It's not about title. It's yeah. not uh, about who and where I am in a hierarchy. To me, about success is the legacy that I leave behind. What mm. legacy am I leaving behind? Yeah. And being happy. Yeah. Being happy is the most. For me, that's where I feel successful. Because when I'm happy, I can follow any dream. Yeah. So moving on, that, one of my questions is, what
0: can people do to live a happier life? Sorry, do you mind if you repeat the question? Yeah, what can, What one thing can people do to live a happier life? Accept who you are. Right. What do you Accept. want to know Linda? What you
1: like? uh, my dream... I have shared with few people and as we learn few people have, uh, you know, laughed at my dream and my dream is that to be known by changing parents' life of knowing who they are and embrace their identity and embrace their culture. Yeah. Because having that identity and that culture, it's the most uh, we offer the most richness to ourselves richness to ourselves.
0: Yeah.
1: Because having I've got two culture myself, and I always say to people I feel that uh, I've got three languages and two culture cultures here, and I feel the luckiest person because I know a different culture and how that works and I know yeah. another one yeah. and it's for me it's amazing embrace your identity embrace your background embrace who you are that is key for me that is the legacy that yeah. I want to leave behind yeah, embrace that. who you are
0: Good for you what would you tell your younger self
1: my younger self uh was that never compare yourself with others.
0: Finally, what... Be again, be who you are. Yeah, 100%. One, I guess, last question is then, what one thing can people do to live a more purposeful life?
1: To live a purposeful life is, again, follow your passion. Yeah. Follow your passion. Your passion will never let you down. My passion when I was a child was history. History, classics, that was my passion. And it led me into that coaching to work with parents that they have different backgrounds, to embrace their identity. Because it's the history and the history is the beauty of uh, things that we, as, you know, as individuals, that we go through and it shapes us.
0: Yeah.
1: So to me is yeah
0: follow your passion amazing love that what a beautiful end, linda look it's been a pleasure having you on i really value your uh, your views and your outlook your perspective and uh, yeah thank you so much for your time
1: thank you so much for inviting and giving me that space and wishing you the best of luck on your journey as well
0: thank you
1: i can't wait to hear you in the coaching the conversation amazing
0: thank you thank you for listening to my podcast today I really hope you've taken some value. If you would like to focus on achieving your purpose-driven goals, then reach out and share with me one thing that's going great for you right now and one thing that you're really struggling with. Let's see if or how I can help you to leverage your business to make more money, make an impact, and have more freedom. As always, go take action, make an impact, and have a great day.